Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Now, there are some other issues that, uh, that really con- consistently and constantly are at the forefront. Certainly in emails and tweets and texts that I get. And invariably, the COVID passport, the vaccination passport, the certificate, whatever it's going to be called, ultimately, officially, that gets a huge amount of attention each day. And it doesn't matter who I talk to or what I do. People who don't want anything to do with the, with the passport, they don't even listen to what we say. As soon as you say passport, folks get angry. Well, in a few minutes, we're going to be speaking with Dr. Alana Golden. She's a primary care physician in uh, Toronto. She's also the co-author of an op-ed, Why Vaccine Passports Won't Slow COVID Spread, Will Hurt the Poor, and Threaten Medical Ethics. So we'll talk to Dr. Golden. That's coming up. But the question continues about vaccine passports and certificates. Are they legal or are they a violation of charter and privacy rights and not easily set aside? Our good friend David Fraser, privacy lawyer, one of Canada's foremost internet privacy lawyers and partner at McKinnis Cooper in Halifax, joins us. David, thank you very much for the time. Are vaccine passports, certificates, whatever they're eventually going to be called, are they legal or are they, as I'm hearing and reading in voice and emails, a violation of the charter and privacy rights? Yeah, so <laughs> I think what we need to do first is we need to kind of pull a couple of threads apart. Uh, so is, is a document in and of itself a violation of your of your privacy or your charter rights? And, and the answer to that is, is no. Uh, I have a booklet of international certificates of vaccination that I had to get yellow fever vaccinations to go to Africa, and uh, I had to show it as a condition of getting into the country. The document itself is, is really quite neutral, and everybody who has been vaccinated somewhere has a record of that vaccination, whether it's in a card or whether it's in an app or whether it's in an electronic medical record. Um, there's nothing problematic with that. The issue comes to the fore is how is it, how is it going to be used? And so, for example, what services will require you to show proof of vaccination to take advantage of? Uh, and then there's also the privacy questions about really how will it be implemented, particularly the electronic ones? What sort of information is being transferred to an organization that's going to tap your phone or scan your QR code? And the way that privacy works in Canada and the way that actually many of our charter rights work is that they're not absolute. They're subject to uh, kind of reasonable intrusions that can be justified in the circumstances. And so two years ago, three years ago, asking somebody's vaccine status in order to go to a restaurant would be an absurd intrusion. It would not be necessary in, in those circumstances before the pandemic. But if there's a public health purpose related to determining whether or not somebody has been vaccinated and using that as criteria for access to services, for example, well, then we need to look at at really what is the public health necessity and what is the public health benefit. And I think that we would find, so for example, in in Quebec and soon in Nova Scotia, in my province, you will have to show proof of vaccination to go to a hockey game, an indoor hockey game, uh, to go to restaurants, to go to a, a health club. And you don't have a a constitutional or charter-protected right to go to a hockey game or to go to a a restaurant. 
And so your charter rights are not being infringed. And your your ability to do things, if you haven't been vaccinated or you don't want to show proof of vaccination, your ability to do things is limited. But it's not a charter right that's being that's being limited. Okay. So there's still many questions that have to be answered as far as this is concerned, or specific questions that need to be answered. Now, the law is often based on precedent, as I understand it. Is there precedent on charter overrides on issues like a pandemic? And can governments decree that unvaccinated people or people without proof of vaccination with them will not be permitted into many venues? Can governments do this? Well, so when you're looking at precedent, one of the, the, the disadvantages that we have is that proof of vaccination is relatively new in this uh, in this pandemic. So it, right. it hasn't been litigated, and I expect it will be. But the legal system also works on, on questions of principle. And so we do have cases where, for example, the Canadian Civil, Civil Liberties Association challenged the travel to Newfoundland restrictions imposed by the province of Newfoundland and Labrador, uh, and the court said, yes, your ability to move around the provinces and within the country is a charter-protected right, but that is subject to what can be reasonable limitations that are prescribed by law that can be justified in a free and democratic society. And the, the, the spread of COVID-19 and the vulnerability of large portions of the population of Newfoundland and Labrador and the impact on the health system, the court actually cut a fair amount of deference to the public health officer in that province. And I would expect likely the same sort of thing would uh, would be applicable. Okay. And I, I think that also, even in those places where it's not going to be imposed and mandatory, the question of whether or not, for example, a store could or a, or a chain of gyms, for example, could just decide on their own, we're only going to be open to people who have been doubly, doubly vaccinated. That gives rise to human rights considerations because there is a very small, very, very small category of individuals who can't be vaccinated because of their health conditions, and you can't discriminate against them on that basis. You can discriminate against somebody on the basis that they have an irrational belief related to vaccinations. You can discriminate on the basis that they're afraid of vaccinations, but you can't do it on the basis of a, of a disability or a, or a sincerely held religious belief. So there needs to be a mechanism to accommodate those folks. Um, Otherwise, you're going to be tripping over human rights requirements. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.